So the first topic uh, tonight is going to be the event that happened this past weekend in Kansas City, Missouri, which uh, was the Winter Storm event. And uh, we have a very special guest with us today, which, uh, Cliff Davis, who is uh, one of the organizers of the event. And hopefully you could tell us a little bit about how it went. So are you out there, Cliff? I'm here. How's it, uh, how's it going? Good. Uh, just now, just now recovering physically, you know, from the event, uh, we've got a volunteer board of directors of seven and, uh, we, two months leading up to the event are pretty exhausting and because of the event itself. So, uh, but the event went very, very well. Um, you know, the foundation of winter storm is the education aspect. We have, this year we had 28, um, uh, Instructors come in from North America and the UK to teach master classes. We had 315 students attend the workshop. And uh, on the contest side, we had 140 solo entries uh, in the various contests, in the professional and the amateur. Of course, when I say solo entries, some people entered in multiple contests. So, uh, but you know, they were actually about 120. You know, actual soloists that came in to compete in the various contests. And the concert sold out, uh, sold out the, you know, we got to finally get it sold out the morning of the, of the event, and uh, it was nearly a thousand people, and it was, we think, and we've heard it was our best concert yet. Uh, we're learning uh, how to run a concert and make it move very quickly and keep the pace up, and we had some interesting things this year that were a little different to, uh, uh, Finley McDonald and Royal Scottish Academy Music Drama students came in and performed at the concert, and uh, they had a 20-minute set after the after the intermission, and but they brought the house down. It was just phenomenal. So, but all around, it was a great weekend. Yeah, you know, Cliff, it should be should be mentioned. I guess this was officially the tenth the tenth anniversary of the event. It is the tenth tenth anniversary. The corporation was formed in 2001. A not-for-profit corporation. Uh, there was a pipe band in Kansas City named the Kansas City Caledonian Pipe Band that uh, had gone through peaks and valleys and had been at one point a really good, great free band, and uh, but it had waned and it was time to fold the band. And they had a treasury, and that band was a not-for-profit. So those kinds of funds have to be transferred carefully with, if to avoid tax consequences. So anyway, uh, a new entity was formed. Um, uh, Jeff Krusky and Mark Stanfield were the, the original board members of MHAF, and then they added Henry Spangler and me and Matt Klein, and, and uh, we uh, we put on a workshop in January of 2002. It was just a workshop. We expected just to spend the money. We didn't think we, we thought we'd spend the money for a good cause, and that would be the end of it. At that, we expected 35 students to come in. We had six instructors. We actually had 105 people come in, and we broke even. So we had to do it again, and it just kind of grew from there. So it grew from a small little workshop to a very large workshop with uh, some very high-level contests and uh, a super concert. So it's yeah. and then of course Winter Steam is the big party after the concert, and that's that's evolved itself. And it's itself too. We now have a drum fanfare contest and. Had three cores compete this year for total of fifteen hundred dollars in, in prize money. That's like awarded by audience applause. So it's 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 really a fun weekend. Yeah, yeah. 
it was the the U.S. I guess the U.S. silver medal and gold medal. That was what, what was the first year that that was thrown. The U.S. silver medal. The first year for that was January of two thousand three, and then the gold medal followed in two thousand four, two thousand five. I can't remember which, but and then shortly thereafter, or simultaneous with the gold medal piping, was the gold medal snare drumming, and then with that also we added the amateur contest. And for, for the snare drumming, and then we added uh, gold medal tenor drumming and the amateur tenor drumming, and then, the, then we added the uh, keel bag uh, light music competition, and then we added uh, gold medal bass drumming and amateur bass drumming. So, some lots of lots of high end contests and lots of prize money and and prizes, and so it it, it attracts it attracts a lot of people. We have excellent adjudicators come in, and I, I think. Uh, people love to compete in front of, you know, that level of adjudicator, and, and we have the panels of adjudicators as opposed to just one. So it's a very, very fair contest in that respect too. So. Yeah, what do you think? What do you think the biggest draw is for that event? I mean, for the for the not just the competitions, but for the workshops. I mean, I mean, over ten years, it's grown. Probably, I mean, it has to be. I would say the biggest, you know, workshop competition slash weekend. Uh, there is right now, I would imagine, right? Yeah, it is. I, I, at least that we know of. Um, I think that uh, the draw what is do you that you attribute your success to. Well, there's. I think. I think we got lucky with with when we, where we timed the event. I think January is a very down month for people in terms of their schedules. I think it's easy to attract people that month, uh, even though they're middle of you know Kansas City in the winter. Uh, it's. And it doesn't conflict with a lot of schedules. So I think that's one, one reason for our success. I think that we've tried to do uh, work very hard at, at making it a very pleasant experience for everybody. We try to pay attention to detail. And um, so that I think that makes people happy. And uh, we, have, we have a great facility. We, we basically take over the Marriott Hotel, you know, the Country Club Plaza, all their meeting space, most of the rooms. Holiday Inn next door, the same thing, all their meeting space. We now have the Community Christian Church. We have classrooms in that as well as the annex to the church. So we have four different buildings within a block uh, where we have all these classes. So it's, it's, uh, we just make it convenient and it's easy. And uh, the, the concert is a block, you know, the concert is a, a block away from the Marriott. So it's just easy to get to everything and, so I, I think that's that's why it's successful. It's the right time of year. We've got great instructors that come in, and uh, it's 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 well organized. Yeah, it certainly is that. I mean, as you know, Cliff, I've been there for many years. I haven't made it the past couple of years, but uh, um, it's certainly a really well-run event. <clears throat> Excuse me, but uh, uh, certainly the uh, the competition aspect of it is probably the best organized contest I've experienced including some of the, uh, shall we say, quintessential contests uh, in, in Scotland and uh, Ontario and so on. So you guys do a really great job. Well, thank you for that. Uh, one most, well, in fact, every steward for either piping or drumming is a player. And I think that makes a difference. We're compassionate. We understand what's happening in players' minds, competitors' minds. No one is ever disqualified because they're, you know, say a, a drummer's waiting for a piper, or a piper's supposed to be there, but he's playing for a drummer. No one's ever disqualified because they aren't there. We, we adjust the schedule 
and it's a constant ebb and flow throughout the day with, you know, order of play, et cetera. And uh, I think I think players really appreciate that, that, you know, we're, we're very uh, understanding of how that all works out. So. That's great. Can you um can you go through for us like yeah, who are some I've of the I've seen some of the videos of uh of I'm sorry, Vin, go ahead. I've seen some of the people over the years and I'm always surprised by the how packed I think, you know, one of the one of the things that characterizes a P Rock contest across the world is, you know, the sparse audience, <laughs> shall we say, that always attends. I mean I've seen video pictures of uh you know, the Argyle Shop Gathering or the Northern Meeting is, you know, a little bit different. But these big contests have, you know, half a dozen people watching, you know. Um, right. And, th- and this and this contest, I mean, you know, I'm not sure what time of day it is or, or, or what, but uh, I'm, I'm always amazed at how many people are actually sitting there watching. Which is, well, uh, I think, a testament to, to how you're doing. Well, we, so, we are, we're very, we're very spectator friendly. Um, in fact, it's interesting. I think we pre-sold 150 spectator tickets before the event uh, with workshop registrations, and um, uh, we do have we do have full houses uh, this year in particular. We had we had a lot more spectators than than usual, and I don't know why this year, but um, it. Uh, it was for the for the for the it was full. The light music qualifier, the light music final was packed. And this year we decided to have the snare drumming final in that same venue as the light music, and it was packed. I mean, there were very few empty seats, so it was a it was really uh, very well received, I think, by the players to be in such a packed uh, hall for for uh, that uh, final event. Oh, by the way, this year we did something a little different. There's always that lag between the last player and when all the awards are put together and when the announcements are, are, are made. Usually it's about a 45-minute you know, gap at least. And so uh, this year we uh, did something a little different in the, in the awards venue. We set up a bar. We had food. And we had Finley and the guys from the Royal Scottish Academy Music and Drama play in that gap. And it was a lot of fun, and it really uh, – it really kind of filled that in. It was it was a blast, really was. Excellent. Who, uh, Cliff? Can you review some of the uh, some of the big winners from this year? Like who who are some of the big names that that won this year? You know, it was really cool in the uh, in the silver medal. Uh, Peabrook, Doug McRae won. Doug has competed almost every year since two thousand three, if if not every. And uh, he's come close, but it was really great to see him win that this year. That was very cool. Um, you know, in the, uh, in the gold medal bass drumming, Andrew Elliott won that. He took second last year. He's won, a, he's won the gold medal in the tenor drumming a couple of times. So he's really proven himself as the consummate midsection player. Uh, in the uh, gold medal um, tenor drumming, uh, Pal Heaney won that. Uh, that was great to see that. He's he's been a runner up before. Uh, in the gold medal Peabrook, uh, Andrew Bonar won that. And Andrew competed uh, in our silver medal uh, eight years ago. That's right. I and he came back and won this gold medal this year. So that was pretty cool. 
and uh, let's see, um, in the uh, in gold medal snare drumming, uh, that uh, ah, Derek Cooper won that, and Derek Kokoschuk has been on the fast track. We've seen him over the years develop um, and move up through the grades, and then uh, of course move for more and more. Uh, Andrew. <laughs> Over to SFU, and uh, well, he's just skyrocketed. He's and so, and that's what's really cool about that snare drumming contest. I, I would, I would be, I challenge anybody to match what we do with this. The winner gets seven hundred fifty dollars. Gets the gold medal, which is two and a half inches in diameter. He gets a snare drum and a fifteen hundred dollars stipend to either go to the world solos or to return to our contest. So, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's an amazing, an amazing prize for that contest. Yeah, I mean that's that's uh, really super. Of course, Derek uh, did really well at the World Solos this past year. Um, I can't remember. I might be making this up, so don't quote me. But uh, was he maybe the first uh, American drummer to play in the final? Certainly, it must be the first in a long time. Derek was. Yeah, I, I would say that's right. That's right. Yeah. So that's. And then, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just uh, I was I was just going to say that that's pretty good. But go ahead. Yeah, well, and then uh, last but not least, uh, Alex Candy won the uh, the Kilbay competition. That's and right. So uh, that's uh, so that's that's for all the big metal contests. Those those are the winners of those contests. And of course, the amateur contests too. But we had, you know, I think in the uh, in the Kilbay, I think we had thirty two competitors entered in that contest. We had ten in the gold medal Peabrook and. Uh, I think they had 16 in that uh, gold medal snare drumming. And, uh, uh, I, I can't remember for sure, but I think 22 in that silver medal, 22, 23 in the silver medal. So uh, really heavy entries in those medal contests. Great. I was wondering, uh, I'm thinking maybe at this point, um, is there anyone in the audience that you know might want to ask Cliff any questions about the event? Uh, and if so, go ahead and press your raise hand button, and we'll try to bring you in. Um, and if we don't get any hands, uh, you know, maybe we'll uh, uh, call an end. Anybody? What's what's in store for next year, Cliff? Or is it more of the same great stuff, or is it going to be uh, anything different? You know, one thing that we really we got a lot of comments on this year was we the curriculum we really um, uh, expanded. And uh, we added, not only, you know, we have these typical tune classes where if you're, you know, grade four, grade three, grade two, and, and you learn tunes and, and the instructors go through tunes with you. But then we went into some, we had, we extended our beginners classes. And, you know, if you've just held a chanter for a week, you, we, there's a place for you, winter storm. Or if you're, if you're a, a professional piper, there's a place for you. Special topics classes, uh, such as, you know, arranging tunes and, Set up setting up your pipes and chanters and reeds and it, you know for advanced as well as, as novice and then of course peabock classes with Andrew Wright. Uh, so we had lots of specialty classes. Uh, I think that I think that we'll continue to expand that. that, that you know, we had a pipe majors course with Terry Lee, for example, and that and that thing was packed all day. <laughs> and that you know so there's you know that's. Um, I think I think we're going to continue to do things like that, and you know, on the drumming side, tuning, et cetera, writing drum scores, how to lead your drum core, in addition to exercises and scores, which try to offer a lot of a lot of different things for uh, the people. Uh, yeah. 
So I think I think we're going to continue doing that. And we're, we're, we've got a few surprises next year, and uh, we hope that we can get figured out in terms of the concert. And, um, and we hope we get the Royal Scottish Academy of Music and Drama guys back. Those guys fry. They are just really, really good. So that was it, they brought the house down. Not only at the award ceremony, but at the concert. So. Hey, Cliff, uh, we got a question. We got a question for you from uh, Andrew Lewis. So we'll, we'll bring him in now here. Hey, right. and, Andrew, are you there? Any any Andrew Lewis sightings? I can hear something over there. Oh, he says he's typing. Okay, we have to turn that off. That was really loud. But uh, uh, he says he doesn't have a <laughs> yeah he doesn't have a microphone. But he typed in um, if Cliff if there's any thought about expanding the Kelbag contest, uh, you know, into a former winner category as well. Now that there are you know a few people who have won the event. You know, we've talked about that, and um, I think that we, you know, we may see something along that line in the future. I'm not sure when. Um, it, it is a matter of time. You know, we try to pack a lot into that one day, and so. Um, but yeah, that has that has been talked about uh, among the board members, and that's something that you know I think that is probably going to be happening in the future. But uh, for now, I would say next year probably not. But yeah, but at some point, yes. Okay, great. Let's bring on um, Nathan Walgren next, who has a question. Uh, Nate, you should be on. All right. Uh, I went to Winter Storm a couple of years ago, and um, it was just a, a tremendous amount of fun. And I, you know, I wasn't able to make it this year, but uh, hope to be able to go back. Um, one thing I will say is that the year that I went, it certainly seemed to live up to its name in being a winter storm. And from what I understand, that's happened. Uh, that's happened before as well. What uh, what kind of contingencies contingencies do you have for severe adverse weather, which has been known to happen in Kansas City in January? Well, uh, our contingency is to just go ahead with the event. I mean, it, it, we have had some severe weather. People sometimes are late. Uh, if contestants are late, we work around those schedules and you know change the orders of play. Uh, but um, it's never you know we we've had you know ice storms and snowstorms and. But it's never prevented us from putting on the event, so I, I wouldn't see that we would, you know, there, there is no contingency other than just putting on the event. So. That's right. Pipers and drummers, for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> so. um, thanks, Nate, for that. Do you have anything else? No, that's all. Thanks. All right. Thanks very much. Thanks. Uh, I remember at least one, if not two years, where I ended up staying until uh, the Monday, definitely, because of weather delays. Um, right. That seems to happen fairly regularly. Well, it's happened. Uh, it's happened twice in ten years that I could think of where there were, you know, there was a big snowstorm that caused some delays. And it doesn't necessarily mean there's a snowstorm in Kansas City. Sometimes there's a snow snowstorm in the East Coast that that prevents you know plays from getting out. So. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that the bad weather is in Kansas City either. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that most of the attendees. I mean, from what I gather. Um, the majority of them are flying in from somewhere else. Um, I don't know how much, yeah. you know, if you have an idea of the, you know, locals versus um, travelers. Kind of well, uh, 40 states and all the provinces are represented plus the UK every year right. for the last several years. So, That's um, you know, people come from all over. I would say that. We've, uh, had people, we've, we've had people come as, from as far as South Africa and Australia. 
Yeah, that's that's really great. I mean, I would say that for me, it's very clear, uh, you know, that Kansas, the Kansas City Winter Storm event has become definitely the, uh, you know, the top, uh, the top event of the year, really. I mean, it's, it's certainly in in uh, the United States and, you know, I don't know. It seems to be that there's more there's more talk and excitement about this event than any other event, perhaps barring, you know, some of the big ones like the World Solo Drumming Championships, the World Pipe Band Championships, you know, the Argyleshire Gathering, Northern Meeting, stuff like that. And I, I think that's really great. I'm, something that, uh, you know, I think I'm definitely, you know, proud to say that I've been there a few times and that I've helped make it a good event. So, uh, you know, congratulations on that and send that along. Uh, to everybody there as well, you know. I can well, we will, and I'm very, I'm very humbled by what you say, and and I know that all our board members and all our volunteers would would be as well. We have about 120 volunteers that help on the weekend, and uh, you know, spread across the three or four days. So, and of course, you know, this type of of event does not pay for itself with registrations and entry fees. We have a lot of outside help from our, our sponsors, and it's, you know, they're on our website. You really can see who they are, but they, they are vital to making this thing work financially. It, without them, it does not happen. So uh, we're very, very grateful to all those sponsors. Great. Well, Cliff, thanks very much for coming on, and, and we'll let you go, and we really appreciate, appreciate you, uh, you know, helping uh, uh, bring some listenership into the Bagpipe Nation broadcast. So um, I hope you have a Hope you have a good rest of the week, and hopefully we'll make. I'll make it out to Kansas City next year, and hopefully a lot. I hope to hope, hope to see you there, and bring. Make sure make sure that Eric brings the drum course. You guys can they can compete at the Winter Steam uh, Drum Fanfare contest. How's that? Well, they have to write a drum fanfare first, but that's a whole other issue, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> will be addressed. Uh, All right, I can guarantee you it'll at least be addressed, Cliff. So, <laughs> well, Andrew and Vince, thank you so much. This is a great idea, and. Uh, 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 it's great to be part of this uh, weekly broadcast today, and thank you so much for the opportunity. All right, Cliff. Thank you, Cliff. Yeah, take care. Thanks okay. very much. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye-bye. All right, so uh, so that was Cliff Davis. He's one of the organizers from Winter Storm, so he's just signing off there. Um, so uh, he's very humble. He's very humble about the amount of work that Hey, like that, that with that scale. <laughs> yeah, can you say that again, Vin? You kind of chopped out there. Oh yeah, as, as he's very he's very humble and understated about the amount of work that goes into uh, uh, executing an event like that. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably an insurmountable amount of work. Yeah, it's truly uh, very cool, and and uh, you know, I, I, I'm sure I speak for everyone who's been there. Certainly, anyone who's competed there knows that those guys are like uh, intense. You know, they're they're maybe more intense about yeah. it than than you are. You know, trying to trying to gear up for a a good performance, and and you know they're they're really good. They give you the, the 10 minute warning, the five minute warning, the two minute warning. And, uh, uh, you know, and, and they, they let you know, what do you, what do you you think? What do you think is, is it the key to the the success of it? I mean, is it, is it the fact that it combines competitions and and seminars and workshops or, you know what I think it is? I think, (laughs) I I think the, the biggest thing is that, uh, they, they get everybody who's anybody, uh, you know, and, and really, I, I think it's fair to say that with, with very few exceptions, you know, every person on staff that they bring in has been a world champion in some category or another at least once. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, Ty Fry, Terry Lee, Jack Lee, uh, you know, John, John Fisher, uh, and, you know, so on and so forth. Angus McCall, William McCallum, and they've all got the rugby right. shirts on. And, uh, I think people show up to, uh, just be part of that experience, bringing, literally bringing everybody together and, uh, sure. you know, uh, rock and rolling. And, and then of course, when the, when the business end is done, everybody's partying. Uh, on Saturday night, which is a tremendous amount of fun, and uh, and is that, I mean, is that a series of shows? I mean, it's the Winter Steam. I mean, I have to say, full disclosure, I've never been to the event, and I've I've come close a couple of times, but I've never been, and you know, I'm sad about that. But yeah, no, <laughs> maybe one day that'll change. Yeah, but uh, is it just sort of like a series of shows and stuff? And yeah, generally speaking, like a... generally speaking, the contest day is on Friday, and uh, of course, uh, so all the competitors come on Friday. And they compete. And those who have signed up for the workshops, they're usually, you know, hanging around, listening to the contest, so on and so forth. And then uh, on Saturday and Sunday morning, those are the workshop days where, where the, uh, you know, those who were actually judging the contest previously are now uh, teaching various classes of, of different types. And then Saturday night, they have the big concert where, you know, uh, you know, early on people were given, you know, pretty good size chunks of performances, but now they've, uh, at least the last time I I've gone and the way that it was headed was, you know, they're very innovative about the way they mix the different, you know, world-class pipers together. You know, Al, uh, I remember Alistair Gillis played with John Fisher and Ty Fry one time. That was like, uh, <laughs> extremely, <laughs> extremely entertaining. Like Ty Fry's jumping around, like Literally, perhaps <laughs> I don't quote me, but as I, re, I I recall, you know, literally jumping on top of John Fisher and 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 you know, playing stuff. And of course, Alistair was straight face and awesome <laughs> as ever, just trying to hang in there. You know, it was it was really a really great. So, 